Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Listen in as we uncover hidden treasure. Now, here's Ray. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're taking a look at law and grace, and today we'll see how the law prophesied grace. Hebrews 8 quotes a prophetic passage out of the book of Jeremiah about a new covenant of grace with Israel. Jeremiah 31, 31. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant which I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, although I was a husband of them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it. And I will be their God, and they will be my people. They will not teach again each man his neighbor and each man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. This new covenant is in effect today, even though the nation of Israel has not yet turned to Jesus to live under it. And many Christians today live as if they are under the old covenant, even though the old covenant was never given to the church because the church did not exist until the new covenant came into effect. So when did this new covenant come into effect? Hebrews clearly shows that it was at the death of Jesus that not only Israel, but the whole world came under a new covenant of grace based on the completed work of Jesus on the cross. Hebrews 9.16 For where a covenant is, there must of necessity be the death of the one who made it. For a covenant is only valid when men are dead. For it is never in force while the one who made it lives. To understand the use of the word covenant in the context of this passage, we should think in terms of a will. In other words, Jesus' will does not take effect until he dies. You can't receive the inheritance your father put in his will until he's dead. Jesus promised us an inheritance in him of salvation, forgiveness of sins, and a multitude of things that come to those who are born into the family of God by faith in Jesus. His will or new covenant is now in effect because of his death. By the very fact that a new covenant is in effect, the old covenant of law is obsolete, as Hebrews tells us. Hebrews 8.13 When he said a new covenant, he made the first obsolete. But whatever is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to disappear. Jesus became our high priest, and Hebrews tells us that when there is a change in the priesthood, there is also a change in the law. Hebrews 7.12 For when the priesthood is changed, of necessity there takes place a change of the law also. The change in the law is the ushering in of the new covenant of grace prophesied in Jeremiah that we read at the beginning of this program. So when we ask God to deal with us according to our behavior, we're asking him to render null and void Jesus' will that he paid for with his life. God takes that very seriously. When Jesus uttered his final words on the cross, it is finished, the chance to alter his will was over. Once someone dies, their will becomes unalterable. With prophecy fulfilled and well completed, we can absolutely trust in the finality of the work Jesus accomplished on our behalf. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.